What's occurring? What's occurring? Presented by Zwift. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, mate. Here we are. Should we just dive straight into it? Yep. First one. I think. Uh, should we start with team of the year? Yeah. Who's, who's your team of the year? So just explain, yeah, just how we're going to do this. So we've written down the eight categories. We've each written down who we think is team of the year, but we haven't, me and you haven't spoke to each other on our answers. So we're going to go through our answers and then shoot Ide- it and take it from there. Yeah, and ideally decide on one winner. But if yeah. we can't, then... So I have put team of the year, Jumbo. Yeah, me too. Snap. Oh, that right, was that- easy. That was that was easy. It was a toss. It was a toss up between that and Quick Step. Um, I think Quick Step deserve a lot of credit year on year. You know they win. They top the rankings with wins, don't they? Um, and it's pretty impressive what they do. Every time they lose a big leader, you think, "Oh, that's them done now." And then someone else just steps up. But uh, yeah, I think Jumbo. You know, second in the tour, um, won the Vuelta. You know, well represented in all the classics. Pretty much every race they went to, they were contenders, whatever the race was. So I think credit where credit's due. I think uh, I'd give them team of the year. Yeah, 100%. And not just, um, it's not like they were just second in the tour and won the Vuelta. the way they rode in those races as well, wasn't it? Like they were the team riding most days. They took control. They took it on. Fair play. Like, uh, yeah. Well deserved. Trophies in the post, guys. <laughs> All right, next one. Um, yeah, that was a nice, simple one. Uh, <laughs> sh- who should we go next? Well, sh- uh, we'll follow it up with Rider of the Year. Oh, I was going to save that for the for the last. Oh, yeah, so was I. I was only joking. That's Jesus. the blue ribbon one, isn't it? Come on, sir. All right, Race of the Year. Race of the Year. I went for... The Tour de France. So, so did I. Oh, this is easy. This is easy. <laughs> There's going to be a few controversial ones, surely. But yeah, yeah. I mean, race of the year. First of all, it's it's the biggest race, and it lived up to expectations. I think every day was raced as a one day. Every day was full gas. Um, you know, there was there was there's obviously the odd exception, but um, yeah. What about the day nobody went in the break? Yeah, that was that, that was, was great. That was absolutely lovely. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think it, like you say, you know, in the climax as well, the way it ended, uh, great ending, great finish. Hard bike racing all the way through. Um, great to see Richie on the podium, as we've said many times. But um, yeah, I think the tour for me, uh, well, to be fair, I didn't really, I didn't watch the Giro, I didn't see much of the Vuelta, but the tour, you know, everyone was there. Anyone who was anyone was was there more or less. And um, yeah, cracking race. Yeah, I think a lot of people were, as riders, scared that Giro and Vuelta would get affected with COVID. So you know, most teams just said, right, all eggs in one basket for the tour, and let's try and bank something there because we don't know what will happen after. And uh, so it was a star-studded field. Um, barring yourself, of course, Geraint. Thanks, man. I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. I got you back. Um, <laughs> and then, like you say, the, the final day was, you know, you're not going to get a finish like that for, you know, for a long, long time. And not as, you haven't had a finish exciting as that since, you know, Le Monde and Fignon. It was just, it was just one of the moments jaw dropping finale. So, yeah, I think yeah. the tour, the tour is the winner. Sound. 
Uh, shall I choose the next one then? We'll go for... How about Shock Rider of the Year? Oh, I was thinking the same one. We're on the same wavelength here, son. Huh. Go on, then. Who'd you pick? I went for Teo's winning the Giro. Fair one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went for... I'm going to pronounce this wrong. But Jose Almeida, I think is how you pronounce it. So he is the... Um, for those of you who don't know, he's a rider for Quick Step, Neo Pro. Uh, he rode the Giro as well. He had 15 days in the pink and he had 11 top 10 finishes during the Giro. And the reason I picked him is simply because, don't get me wrong, Teo, unbelievable, but he slowly climbed the ranks and what he did was outrageous. But this, just to, to get your head around, he did that as a Neo Pro. And he still finished fourth overall. It's not like he just blew and finished 15th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, to be fair, that, that is a good shout. The, the only reason I went for Teo over him would be... Um, he won the bugger. Well, he won. And also, it's not that much of a shock these days to see young guys doing well. I think if we hadn't have had Egan and Pogacar doing what they did, um, Pogacar's TT, actually, that was another shock really I don't think anyone yeah. expected okay he overturned it but he, he absolutely obliterated everyone I think that was another big shock um, but I think these other two were probably a little more so but um, yeah I think Almeida 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 whatever sorry mate we need to actually figure out because it is annoying when people don't say your name properly yeah. I can vouch for that so sorry uh, but um, yeah what was I saying it just basically kind of used to young riders doing well which shouldn't yeah. take anything away from him but I think if you just take yourself back to the Dauphiné time and somebody had told you Almeida would be fourth and wear the pink jersey for so many days but Teo would win I would be more surprised that Teo won nothing against Teo obviously but that's one hell of a mate if you don't yeah. like Teo just say it if you, hate, if you hate him, it's fine. You don't have to like the guy. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah, if it was around like six weeks before that race and you'd said those two things that happened, yeah. I, would, I would say Teo would be more of a shock. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight back here. I'm going to fight my corner because, you know, whilst, yes, that might be more of a shock, but, no, actually, it's not more of a shock. Because yeah, exactly. it's, it's Teo, the shock of the year, mate. If it's more of a shock, it wins. End of. All right, Teo wins. Yeah, move no, on. No, no, because Teo, yes, it was a massive shock, but he's been pro for, for quite a few years now. He's no, you know, he's not a spring chicken anymore. And he's slowly climbed the ranks and he has put in performances over the years. He's won stage races before. You know, has this, he? yeah, he won, uh, was it Tour of the Alps or something last year? One uh, of didn't, the, didn't Putin win that? Yeah, whatever. He got disqualified. Um, <laughs> so he's cl slowly climbed the ranks and got more and more impressive and whilst you know if you the curve goes you know slowly up and then that was a massive spike that was outrageous he's done performances that you you look back and you go you know he's not a million miles away from perhaps performing on the big big stage at some point where this yeah, guy but mate, there's, there's one thing performing one day there's another thing winning a grand tour yeah, like it, look look there was still like Okay, the field certainly wasn't as strong as a normal Giro, but 
there was still some good guys there. And he coped with that. He coped with the pressure. Like, Mate, this guy was racing 130k races last year. Longest stage race would have been Tour de l'Avenir, eight or nine days. And then he's in the pink jersey yeah, for but mate, 15 these, days. These kids are different these days. 11 like top pros. tens. 11 they, top tens. Mate, they train like pros since they're like 16 these days. They're eating like pros. They're, everything is different. You can't compare it to when we were juniors turning, you know, under 23 turning pro. It's just not the same. All right. Do you know what we could do here? Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to ask George for his opinion. George, you there? I'll make the casting vote. And? Who's more impressive? It's got to be Teo, come on. All right, well, that's that. Should we do rock, paper, scissors anyway? I'll pay you later, George. Gee, let's do rock, paper, scissors. One, two, three, show. Sweet, I won that as well. That was a bit delayed, but okay. Teo, shock rider of the year. Sorry, uh, Jose. Next one. Um, win of the year. Okay, who did you go for? Teo. <laughs> <laughs> I went for I went for Pogacar, but I also had that very closely followed by Roglic's Walter because I think what he did backing up after the tour, I think he rode the worlds and Liège in between. Like, holy. That is like, that's some ride that when you think, um, it's like doing Tour of Walter in a normal season, basically. The, the gap between the two was the same, I think. Yeah. Um, and nobody has, has done that back-to-back. Well, Froomey did it, didn't he? Um, but that's extremely rare. Yeah. Did Froomey do it? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, because he won four in a row, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Trumi you know, is one of the best of this generation, so the best of this generation. So I think the fact he got so close to that, you know, within one stage of winning the tour and then went and won the Vuelta, I think that that's huge. But yeah. I think Pogacar, just for his age, how he rode, you know, he lost time in the wind. He got it back. That final TT, it's got to be winner of the year, that for me. And for me... I don't even need to explain it because we've just ranted on about Teo for 10 minutes. Teo, you know, young guy, um, won a grand tour. Yes, it wasn't the same calibre field as uh, the Tour de France, but it was a great field nonetheless. And, you know, Pogacar had been um, impressive in the Vuelta 2019, where this is kind of leaning on the shock of the year as well, I guess. But, you know, just to go onto that big stage and perform and deliver. But but you know what? I'm willing Pogacar's to fold. twenty one as well, isn't he? I know. I'm I am I'm willing to fold on this one. Okay. Cool. I will fold on that one. I'll give you uh Pogachar, yeah. if we see you on the bike, coffee's on Luke. There we are, son. Socially distance, obviously. No snogging. And takeaway coffee. <laughs> Should we go uh domestique of the year? This would yeah. be interesting. So I've gone uh, Sep Kuss. Yeah, great shout. I went Van Art actually. Um, so down the jumbo line again then? Yeah, it's Battle of the Jumbos really, isn't it? And also Tony Martin, because didn't he ride the Vuelta? I don't yes. know if he finished it, but like he basically, the amount of Ks he would have done. Nah, nah right. Let's, let's stop talking about him. 
So it's Kassim Van Aert. <laughs> no, but fair play. You, you, you know, in, in any normal award ceremony, you have a few nominees and, and Tony Martin deserves a shout out and a nominee. Okay, yeah. he's never going to win it, but... Yeah. Anyway, lovely he's, lo- he's lovely boat. Best, mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for me, Van Aert, basically because... He just stepped up massively. Well, as did, as did Chris, to be fair. Um, but I think Van Aert was just the diversity of the bloke. Like, sprinting one day, leading up climbs the next day with Castro and Quiato breathing out their asses. Um, he just destroyed people. Like, it was insane, really, performing in the TT. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's why I went for him. Yeah, I mean... Nobody can fault that. I mean, he he was unbelievable. And whatever the day was, whatever the terrain, whatever the weather, he, you know, well, terrain more than anything, whatever the terrain, he was a massive asset. But apart from, you know, literally a day to go in the Vuelta where he cracked slightly. And when I say cracked, he wasn't there with five guys. Um, across the Dauphiné tour, Vuelta, he was consistently there day in day out down to the last five guys and you know to, to do that is amazing but to have the consistency which is what you need with the domestique to pass that over two grand tours and the Dauphiné for me sorry Mr Van Aert but Sepp Kuss has got your number here yeah sound on I'll let you have that yeah that, that makes sense congrats Sepp be here on G when you see him uh-huh. Right, so what what have we got left here? Um, three left. We got. Uh, <laughs> you chose two of these, which I think is slightly harsh, but yeah, we'll go with them. Big rider who flopped this year. Yeah. Uh, what are we calling this other one? Well, we can't call it what I wanted to call it. You told me off. Well, I didn't tell you off, but I was like, "Come on, this is a this is a family show." Okay, so we'll call it balls up of the year. Oh, balls up of the year. Yeah. And then rider of the year. Okay. Safe rider of the year. So, all right, big rider f- to flop. Okay. Whoever, if you're listening, please have thick skin because deep down you probably know yourself you haven't performed to your maximum. Um, <laughs> oh. AG? I'm just waiting for a beat. <laughs> so, yeah, big rider who flopped this year. So, we're talking about guys. Can I just throw a quick caveat in here? We're taking yeah. we're taking any sort of crash out of this, aren't we? Because generally crashes aren't unless it's somebody that just rode into a, I was gonna say rode bottle. into a wall. But no, but like if somebody got taken out by yes. something or someone, yeah. this you can't affect that. But this yeah, is more, it, it won't be you, don't worry. Yeah, this is performance wise, like yeah. Yeah. I mean so, you were you were good in Serena, all right? It's not <laughs> you. You're safe. Okay, sound. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Right, so for me, it was um, Aliyah Viviani. Now, being teammates with this bloke, I, I got to, you know, I've dug the hole, I got to dig myself out of it now. It's Aliyah Viviani for me. Um, you know, being teammates with him, lovely bloke, in quick step after us, very successful. Uh, 2019, he won 11 races, moved across to the French Cofidis team, 2020. Um, raced the Giro and the Tour de France and a heap of races around it and he had zero victories. Um, so for me, you know, that's one, what, 
yeah, that's the guy for me who, uh, big rider who flopped. Yeah, you can't argue with those stats, really. I think um, there's no beating about the bush. Team's got a lot to do with that. It went from quick step to Cofidis. And, you know, that I, I don't think if you're French Cofidis fan, it's just a fact. That team isn't as good as quick step. Is it? Like from setup to just teammates to bike. Um, bike. Just like morale, not morale, but like that mindset in the team as well. You know, quick step, like you were saying at the very start, they would just win yeah. everything with anyone. Um, Cofidis, obviously, you know, funding, everything. Um, and yeah, I think he's just, it's, it's, I, I, I haven't, I've only changed teams once, but you can see some guys when they go from a good team to not quite as established, it is tough and it's a different environment for people and some guys just struggle that first year. So, yeah, there's no argument with that. Hopefully, Ali has a better year next year. Um, I was thought of a couple that came to me. Um, now, the first one in our team, Egan. I don't know if that falls in. <laughs> well, no, it's true, isn't it? Like, he won the tour in 2019. 100%, mate, 100%. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, we're, we're honest here. There's no, yeah. there's no bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, an injury, you know, that kind of falls into the same bracket as being taken out in a crash, really. But saying that before the tour, I kind of had a sense that he wasn't 100%. But I don't know. That's a tough one. He, he, he's not going to win, but I think he's a nomination. Um, two other people that actually sprung to mind. I was thinking about this for a while. One is Sagan. Yeah. Because he's held at the highest standards. Okay, he, Like he won in the Giro at the end, didn't he? Did he win yeah. two stages in the end or just the one? But One. One. Like one, was, one, one victory all year. And like for him... Like he won a stage of the Giro this year. How was that a flop? But, you know, it's Sagan and he's, you know, held to the highest, highest standards. So, it's just what he used to, isn't it? He used to domination and it's exactly. been domination for 10 years. So, yeah, fair one. And another one that came to mind, I don't even know what happened to him, uh, but was Pino. I don't know what happened yeah. in the tour. Did he finish the tour? Did he finish the tour? I don't know. I tried to just find out now quickly, but my... Um, Pro Cycling Stats app is not working. So, and I think he also started the Vuelta, and I don't know if what he did there either. Um, yeah, fair one. So he obviously, like obviously, 2019 was you know a very good year for him in the Tour. He didn't finish in the end, but you know it was um, he would have got a lot of confidence from that. I would have thought, and his yeah. team, and his team left out Demar because of that. They all went all in for Pino at the Tour, and I think that's a good thing though. I don't. You can't criticize them for doing that because they just went all in. Like, you know, everything. This is what we want to do. And I think that's great from teams, really. Like, um, obviously, it upsets the sprinters. But, you know, hindsight's wonderful, isn't it? Like, oh, yeah, well, he didn't finish. He crashed out. Like, Demar should have been there. They would have won a few stages. That would have saved their season. But if he had been on the podium or won, then he'd be like, oh, great decision. And he had a great Dauphiné. Like, if you're, you know, within that team and your management prior to the Tour de France, after seeing how well he was in 2019, yeah, they made the right decision. Yeah. Like you say, hindsight's a beautiful thing. And one other person that I was going to put in the hat, and this is probably being very critical, um, was Van Avermaet. Uh, he was always there or thereabouts. It's not like he had a terrible season, but it's just the fact that that, that team, CCC, like he is 
the man at that team. Like it's built around him. Every race he goes to, he can win. And just the fact that he didn't win a race this year. Um, and I think he was he was there or thereabouts in the classics, but there was a few guys stronger than him. And in, in, in years past, he's been, you know, pretty much out and out in that category of the strongest bike riders. So he's mm. not going to win, but honourable mention. So it boils <laughs> down to, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not I'd an award you want to win, but no. uh, yeah. I guess so. But Pino, man, like the only thing is I don't know what happened. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know really what happened, actually. Uh, did he? What happened at all? But I feel I, sorry I for Damar. Like, Damar was flying. Like, how come he didn't ride the Giro? I don't understand that. But Damar? Yeah. Mate, he won five stages at the Giro. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, he did. He had the jersey, the thingy jersey, didn't he? He smashed the back doors at the Giro. He was sorry, amazing. my bad. My bad. And he yeah. won the, and he won the, was... the Chick Lamino jersey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't know why I didn't think he rode, but he um he won a, a lot before that as well, didn't he? So I think he was potentially the rider who won the most races this year. Um, he was certainly there or thereabouts. I think he might have taken the title for winningest rider. That would have been great to have seen him at the tour against Caleb and Sam. Those yeah. three, that would have been that would have been some battle. Well, he was the only big dog missing, really, of this uh, and Gronawigan, obviously, but. You know, it's like Clash of the Titans at the tour. Anyone who's anyone's there, mm. minus uh, minus Damar and, and Gronawigan. So it would have been nice to see him there. It would have, yeah. So, well, who are we giving that to then? Aliyah. Sorry, mate. Oof. I, hope, I hope you still talk to me. we got a good relationship. Let's keep it that way. <laughs> uh, balls up of the year. Um, for me, it was quite clear cut. And that was Alaphilippe at Liège. Um, you know, world champion, uh, one weekend, the next weekend here at Liège, you know, there's the whole curse of the rainbow, rainbow bands and each came out all guns blazing, uh, celebrated slightly too early, pipped by the line, pipped on the line by old mate Roglic. And, you know, it's amazing how you can go one weekend, you're on top of the world. And next weekend, you know, you make a small mistake, balls up and you lose not just any race, but a monument. So uh, for me, that has to be the balls up of the year. Yeah, there's no doubt. And that was a bit of a, but the, his only saving grace was that he actually got DQ'd anyway. So even if he hadn't celebrated early and won, he still would have been DQ'd because he, he chopped Hershey up, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but then also in Flanders, like it wasn't really his fault then, but but. The motorbike took him out. Yeah. So it wasn't a great couple of weeks there for him, was it? But um, I also thought one of one was when Remco crashed in Lombardy. Lombardy. And uh, I don't know 100% what happened, but pretty sure he just went in too hot and crashed. Which, yeah. so glad he's, he's okay now. And, you know, from what I've heard, he's back riding 30 odd hours a week doing his physio and he's going to be flying probably as soon as we start racing again. But um, yeah, for me, that's a bit of a balls up. No, it's, it's, it's like a rider error and it's a crash. And Yeah, I think, yeah, like you say, um, most importantly, he's a right now. And it's, it's always tough talking about crashes, but you know, now he's a right now. You can look back and say, yeah, that was, that was a rider error. Um, and, and you don't mind 
ticking there as well. Another balls up. And again, another controversial one was, was Gronerwigan. Um, oh, yes. And, and that, that's an ongoing thing, isn't it? With, uh, you know, Jakobsen, I, I seen a picture last week. He's, he's back on the bike. You can also point your finger, and we're not going to get too deep into this. You could point your finger at the, the organization and the barriers. That could be balls up of the year. That was uh, not up to standard. So there's, there's another one in there. Yeah, you know, this is another. some award this is, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, what about... I keep laughing, it's not funny. When uh, Pavel, he crashed in the Dauphin because he was pedaling around the corner. Pedal yeah, hit the floor, yeah, threw yeah. him off the bike. That was a, yeah. a big balls up. That was a big balls up. He was skinned there, wasn't he? Yeah. Do you know another one that comes to mind? There's this... Um, there was this guy in southern France a couple of weeks ago and he was just like just on a training ride and he went over the top of the hill and he just like this guy crashed in front of him and he just went <laughs> over the top and, and uh, like now he's got to have some kind of operation. Yeah, but all these all these other <laughs> all these other crashes are, are the one that come worse off is the rider error. So Yeah. So Puccio's fault anyway. Yeah. So what are we going to go for? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Um, maybe we just go for a light-hearted one and Alaphilippe celebrating when he thought he won. Yeah, yeah. Was there any other moments where people celebrated? There's always a couple every year, isn't there? About doing in Poland when he celebrated. <sighs> yeah. And then, just... But the funny thing is, the next day, so he was second, he didn't realise that Yates, I think, was up the road. Yeah. The next day, he... Uh, Oh, sorry, going back to that previous day, I think both Yates's were in this race and he was giving the other Yates a load of abuse for not riding with him. Yeah. And then he realised, obviously, after that the other Yates was up the road and, and he hadn't actually won, even though he was like, cross the air, cross the line, hands in the air for second. Anyway, the next day then, he went and won the stage. But the picture that everybody used <laughs> in all the press was from the previous day when he was second. Oh, brilliant. Because that, sec- that second day went, yeah, so we, he got second and celebrated. Next day he won, but didn't celebrate, if I'm right. Because, uh, okay, that's why then, yeah. Because he was like, I can't do it two days in a row. Just <laughs> just to be sure, I'm not going to celebrate. Uh, but second and celebrated. Next day, won and didn't celebrate. Yeah, and they used the second place victory salute. And we do not so, let him live it down, do we? Hell no, no. <laughs> so... Uh, Congratulations, Alaphilippe. Yeah. And now to the main event. Rider of the Year. We've mentioned them all, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it was... uh, Yeah, I mean, some guys just had mega years, haven't they? But I I went for Roglic. Um, You know, we don't have to go over his Palmares again, but obviously... He had a first and a second and two Grand Tours. He won multiple stages of each. He won 12 races in total throughout the course of uh, the season. I think he was, I I don't know the actual fact, but I think he was pretty much top three in every stage race he rode. Um, Like in terms of stage racing for this season, he was was the man. Um, And then in terms of the classics, you know, he, I think he rode one and he won it, which was uh, which was Liege. Um, so yeah, for, 
I mean, pretty much the only race he didn't, he wasn't in the final is, is the Worlds. Every other race from start to finish, he was, he was the man. So I think, you know, honourable mention, you'd say, you know, Alaphilippe, he, he, he won a stage of the Tour, wore yellow, won the World Championships, um, won a few races after that, I think. Tamar. Tamar, yeah. He yeah, won a load of stages in the Giro, you know. Did he ride the Giro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Won the jersey. Yeah. Oh. oh, man, uh, I need to do my research, don't I? Yeah. I'd be embarrassing if I didn't know that. But the, the one thing with this, mind, is because it was such a congested season, if you're going well at the start, you're pretty much good at the end. Yeah. But just to, to just have that mindset to keep going, like like you say, for Roglic, like the tour was the big one, and then to do Worlds, Liège, Vuelta, you got to tip your hat to that. But I think Van Aert as well, you know, from I've just Googled quickly. I think he had seven wins, but, you know, San Remo, Strada, two stages of the tour, National TT, uh, Dauphiné, green jersey in Dauphiné as well. Also silver in the road race and the TT at the Worlds, second in Flanders. So, unreal. yeah, that is unreal. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Um, it's seven wins, and you've got to think that if he was let off the leash in the tour, it'd be, he'd have 10. Like he would. Um, <laughs> Unreal, yeah. And if, if Roubaix hadn't been cancelled, he probably would have had another podium there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it, it, it was wet, wasn't it? I mean, he'd have he'd be out and out favourite. Wet Roubaix. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a tough one. Both unbelievable. Um, I'm going to stick with, with Roglic. Yeah, I think so as well. I think Van Aert... Unbelievable year, but I think Roglic to, you know, having raced for GC in a Grand Tour myself, just the mental strength it takes to just keep doing that day in, day out and to do that yeah. twice and to be on, well, win one and to be second in the other and everything else, you know, won the Asian and did everything else he did. Fair play, I think. Um, yeah, Roglic, right of the year. Yeah. There you go. That's our awards then. Smash that, mate. Yeah, I hope everyone is... Uh, I hope we still got a couple of friends left. Yeah, Elia's going to be out for you, but yeah. No, it'd be all right. Well, he knows it, doesn't he? Yeah, no, no. It's if I good. won 11 races one year and none the next year, I'd go, you know what? That's a shit season. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no? Very true, very true. So, uh, yeah, congratulations, Elia. Hope you still like me. Yeah. So that was our awards 2020. Let's hope 2021 is a lot better for everyone. In all walks of life, really. Bring on the vaccine, baby. Yeah. Happy New Year, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll be back in the new year. We will indeed. Right. Have a good one, mate. Take See care, guys. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. ciao.